Hi everyone and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi recording this podcast in sunny Melbourne, Australia. Uh, actually, no, it's raining. Anyways, today's episode is called Notes to Self, Be Kind. And the little tagline that I've written is, I've got 99 ideas and can't pick one. Essentially, I'm talking about the things that I need to do for myself to be kind to myself when I'm feeling creatively overwhelmed or I've got inspiration overload, which is really happening a lot at the moment. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the things that I've been going through in the last week, which have had me like this. And just some of the little things that I do that help me be kind to myself and come back to myself when I'm being in that creative space. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Here's to being kind to ourselves and others. Okay, so what has inspired this episode? Um, All right, so the other day, it was the ninth anniversary of my dad passing away. And... You know, I spent most of the day feeling okay. I wasn't feeling overly sad or anything. But by the time the evening came and then I started communicating with family back in Zimbabwe, which is about eight hours behind, then I started to feel really emo. And I started feeling emotional and overwhelmed and just questioning life and missing my dad and wanting to cry and just, you know, being in this really weird space. And I wanted to go on social media and tell somebody and tell the world. But then I was thinking, oh, I don't want to be one of those people who post stuff about people who've passed away. And then, you know, you don't do it to make people feel guilty or sad. But then you do get the, you know, the messages of love and support. And then I was like, I don't really want that. And tried reaching out to my bestie and she was busy. Then um, I ended up texting my boyfriend or calling my boyfriend and he was great. But... um, Yeah, this episode has really come about because last year, one of my besties, another one, Leonie, said to me, be kind to yourself. And she said it at a time when I was, I think, freaking out about something. I can't remember what it was, but it was such a jarring statement to hear. Like, what? What do you mean? Be kind to myself. Of of course, I am kind to myself. I mean, like, who, who isn't? But it was no, but I, I won't lie. I had to be very intentional about it. So anyways, today I've been in this funk where I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed with amazing ideas and inspiration and I've gotten home from just, I took myself out to breakfast and I was listening to a podcast, I was also listening to a radio interview, I've just had all this information that I've just been sponging, gotten home and gone, crap, what what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. Okay, maybe let me just sit with all of this. So I'm just going to go through some of the things that have been on my mind and yeah, hopefully it's interesting to you. Hopefully you can relate to it, but also maybe you can think about the ways that you need to be kind to yourself. So the first one that I talked about is, or that I've mentioned is creative overwhelm. Um, Yeah, like I said, got 99 ideas and can't pick one. That's been happening a lot uh, over the last few months or so where I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of good ideas. I believe in every single one of my ideas. And so what I've been doing is working on them bit by bit, little by little. And for each one, you know, it's it's like you meet one person who's like, yeah, this could be this. And then for the next idea, it could be that. And then so I'm constantly 
sort of working and juggling my ideas at the same time, which is what I've already planned to do anyway. So I'm in the state of exploring and playing with my ideas. But sometimes I cannot decide which one to pursue because everybody says pick one idea, focus on one thing. And sometimes that actually does overwhelm me because I am being pulled in so many different ways. They're all equally viable if I put my energy and resources into them. But what's happened this week Actually, no, it was last week. I'd set up some meetings for three different ideas and two of them just fell away. So the people I was supposed to catch up with, they kind of just, you know, were busy or something came up and they just fell away. And it threw me a little bit because I was so excited and so amped. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go in and just talk about this and brainstorm. And then that happened. I was like, oh, okay. Well, wait a minute. What does this mean? Okay, so fine, then I just won't focus on those two for now. And just making that decision was just so good and so relieving that I really did take that as a, a, a situation where I just had to look after myself and the fact that I don't want to stress about these ideas at this moment and I don't need to. And then just so simply, it just helped cull it down to one major idea. And now since then, oh my gosh, I've had such clarity about what I need to do, who I need to speak to, what, I mean, honestly, it's been such a gift. So I think with that, with, with my creative overwhelm, I, I'm learning to listen, to listen to the cues, listen to the doors that are closed, or maybe things that are not now, later, or things that are, you know, just not moving. I'm learning to listen to those as guidance for what I need to focus on and how. The next thing I've got on my little list is inspiration overload. Oh my gallagash. So let's say then you focused on this one idea and you decide, okay, I'm going to research this. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to suss out what's out there. I'm going to keep writing and exploring. Oh, once once you are that focused and you start to look for that information or look for those things or people are doing something similar, oh my gosh, it is amazing, but it's also overwhelming. So sometimes I'm on Instagram or I'm listening to podcasts or reading articles, books, and I just get all this information in and I just feel like I just want to nap because it's just so much and it's so much goodness and it's so much joy and a lot of it is very deep stuff or it's very um it's it's exactly where i am or where i'm thinking or the creative space or mindset i'm in that it is overwhelming and and so what i've been learning is that i have to let myself sit with those ideas i have to let myself just um process them because sometimes it's very easy to just consume, consume, consume. You click a link and then the next one and then the next one. Or you just binge watch something or whatever. And then it's all in there. And I haven't given myself the time to actually process it. To, to even let my brain subconsciously filter through what is relevant, what's useful, what can I do with this. And even what I've been finding this last week specifically, I have been watching quite a few different things online um, in terms of one of these projects. And then I've been feeling guilty for not writing. And then I realized, but I am writing because as I'm watching these things and I'm reading and I'm listening, I can't explain it, but at the back of my mind, it's like these little synapses are connecting to how they fit into this one idea that I've decided to focus on. 
And I've had to say to myself, be kind and let yourself have that. So if it means that I'm going to spend a whole day learning about a particular skill set or about a particular technique, that's okay. It's okay if I'm not in my keyboard writing for three to four hours. It's okay because right in the in the guts of it, I'm, I'm really feeling deeply that, oh, by the time I get to my keyboard now, I am so much more supercharged in terms of what I'm actually going to put in. So I think that's one really important thing about being inspired by so many different influences and things like that is letting yourself even sit with it. So even going off Instagram to just think about, okay, what have I seen that I like? Who do I actually want to follow off Instagram? Who do I want to contact? What do I do with that information? How can I put it into my projects? And yeah, I'm really enjoying that. It's hard. It's hard committing to that, but I think it's very important. Otherwise you, yeah, you'll just spend time napping. (laughs) Yes. And naps are great, but they're not productive. Uh, the third thing I'll put a, I've put on my list and I mentioned it at the beginning is just family stuff and life outside of this creative bubble that I'm in. Uh, yeah, thinking about my dad was very confronting, uh, because I will always kind of stop and go, oh crap, that's right. He's not here anymore. Oh crap. I'm so far away from my family. Oh crap. What am I doing? Why am I actually here? What? And then also... You know, contacting family, I don't speak to my family every single day, but often enough. But sometimes I find, you know, we live in very different realities. We live in very different countries and spaces. And so sometimes I am confronted by the reality of how tough some situations are for my family. And I forget. And then I I almost feel guilty, like, oh, crap, I should be doing more for them there. And then, you know, what am I doing here? And again, I had to stop and say, wait a minute, my family is just one um, beautiful bucket in this sort of Ferris wheel of my life where I've got other things that I'm working on, other people that I love, my boyfriend, my friends, my community, my church, my, you know, my creative circles. They're just, they're, they're part of that. And so I had to step back and go, I love my family. I'm going to be there for them. They know I love them. I will support as best as I can. But what can I do that's being kind to myself so that I don't get emotionally overwhelmed by some of these things that A, I can't fix, and B, that also aren't on on just me. Oh, it's hard to explain that one, but I, I really had to stop and say, in terms of just my family situation and my loved ones, extended family, some of the sadnesses and tragedies, some of the tough situations, some of the you know real conversations I have to have, I can still have them, but I have to let myself uh, live my life in a way that makes me better and stronger and wiser to then keep having those kinds of conversations. And in the past, I haven't done that well. In fact, many years ago, I, I just... Oh, I really struggled with that. Whereas now it's like, oh, okay, yep, we can feel these emotions. We can have an ugly cry. We can all talk about the stuff that's crap. But then we, we're all still going to live our lives. And what, what does that look like for me? Me creating, me wanting to do this TV stuff is not just about me. It is a deeper thing 
for my community, my family, my friends. So yeah, I had to stop and say, okay, if I need to have an ugly cry that I miss my dad, that's okay. It's allowed. Okay, uh, the next thing that I've written is, oh, when you have so much to learn and have no clue where to start. Um, yeah, I've just had to say, uh, I think I mentioned it in that other episode, the one about having mentors holding your hand, that humility and that kindness to say, I do not know everything. There is so much I want to do. I know exactly where I want to go, but it's not going to be easy. And I, I need to go and ask for help. Uh, yeah, I've really had a few moments this week where I've had to go in and start speaking with legal people about some of these things that I'm trying to create. And sometimes in the past, that's really overwhelmed me. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. But this week I had the most beautiful experience with this new mentor I found who, um, wow, he's perfect. He's exactly who I need. And I'm so glad that intuitively I did my homework. I researched the help that I do need. And then I researched his experience and contacted him. And when we met, it was just right. And part of that was, uh, in terms of kindness to self, I think here it was the, it was the thing of knowing that I need to ask for help and not pretending I've done it all and I know it all and, and you know, you know, I'm perfect, but also being open now to pay for help as well. It's hard to explain, but you know, sometimes, okay. So for example, with business advice stuff in the past, I've gone and there's state government support and things like that. I've had business advisors who've helped me, but now I want to take it to the next level. And the truth is sometimes if you do want to get the best advice or the best expertise, you have to pay. And so that shift in myself that, oh, no, you know what? I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm not going to go for the free option because it's free and because then it means that I have to do extra legwork. No, no, no. I'm actually going to pay so that I don't have to wear that. I don't have to think about it. I can go to this person and they can help me properly. And I've already seen the difference. It's changed so much. And I have so much more clarity and confidence about some of these ideas. And yeah. So if you don't know something or you need to learn something, pay for it. Pay for the course. Pay for the person. Pay for the expert. Pay for it. That is kindness to self. Pay for someone else's gift or talent to help you. Hmm, that sounds so profound. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's truth. Okay, the next thing on my list, FOMO, fear of missing out. This is one that it doesn't it doesn't often happen, but I did feel it this week because I was missing my friends. I was missing all my friends in Perth. They're the ones I wanted to go and see the Black Panther movie with. And I couldn't be there with my friends who've been there from the start when I started my African fashion business 10 years ago. And, you know, they've seen the story of me like loving Africanness and now me loving TV stuff. And now Black Panther is the combo of all these things. And I couldn't go with my friends. And I really was feeling a bit of FOMO because, 
you know, I've been watching around the world. Everybody's gathering together with their loved ones and their posses and everybody's, you know, and I, a little bit of me felt like, oh, I want that. And, and I had to be kind to myself and say, it's okay that I'm not with my friends right now. I still love them. And I actually went to see it with my boyfriend because the Melbourne event, I missed out on tickets. But we went to watch it with my boyfriend. It was really good. And I reached out to all my friends anyways and said, I miss you. I love you. So I just spammed them all. And it was great. It was great to just acknowledge that, yeah, I, I can't always have what I want. Uh, but the good thing is I'm going to see them all in April. So I cannot wait. So that's that's a good, that's a good, nice one to have. But yeah, around FOMO, that whole thing of feeling like you're missing out on something or you should have done something or should have been somewhere or you should have called that person, should have, should have, should have, could have, could have, could have, eee, just letting that go, hey? Just, just, uh, just letting that go and looking at the other opportunities that have come out of it or, you know, what else you could do. Mm. Yeah, that one is, is, is a good one. And I always have to tell the young people about that one or the kids that it's okay if you didn't get to go to the party. It's okay. You will live. There will be many more parties. There will be many more movie premieres. In fact, the most exciting thing will be when it's your movie premiere and all your friends come to that. How's that for goals? But anyways. All right. Uh, the next thing on my list, number six. So much to do to get the project or the idea moving and yeah, you're just overwhelmed by how much there is to do. That is a reality I faced the other day where I went, how the hell am I actually going to do this? The idea and the project is brilliant. Everybody's excited. Everybody I've spoken to is like, yes, you can do it. But then I, I as the creator and the producer stop and go, what the F am I doing? what do what am i doing and this happened actually yesterday was that first moment of real kindness again been having it i've been having it but kindness and like oh what if i just send that email i've been thinking about for two weeks what if i just ask what if i send a text what if I prime that, oh, in two to three weeks time, I'd like to chat about this rather than I need to lock it in and finish it and perfect it before I send it off. And so that, that little thing of those tiny little steps that are planting those seeds that are just hinting or whispering towards the bigger thing, oh, it really helps take the stress and the pressure off. I've, I've really felt so much relief because then you're having these tiny little conversations and it's like tiny little, tiny little steps whilst the back of your mind is still churning the bigger idea of it. But being able to step back has been so good and so refreshing in the last day or so. And I'm feeling a lot more productive again. I said kuti, which means uh, in my language, Shona means... Oh, I don't even know how to describe it, but that's funny that I just spoke Shona. Anyways, going back to this thing of lots to do to make this big project happen, but just taking those baby steps. You know, the cliches, Rome wasn't built in a day. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? But actually listening to that and sticking to that. 
All right, next on my list, being nice to everybody and smiling and grinning and bearing it and going places that you don't feel like going because people are being kind to you and inviting you places. Not, I'm just in that space where if I don't want to be somewhere, uh, whether it's because I'm tired or I'm busy or I'm just not in the mood, I'm honest. I just say, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I need time out or I'm tired or no. No, it's really good. Ah, that one I'm loving. Putting myself first and not in an asshole kind of way, but just in an honest way that, no, I've got something else on. And also being kind to, to yourself when people do the same back to you and not taking it personal and learning to reach out again at another time or another opportunity. Yeah, I like that. I'm liking that a lot. It just, it just feels nice. I'm my own friend first. I'm being kind to myself first. And then I can do that and pass that on to other people. Uh, the next one is, it's such a small thing, but I have to put it in here. When I can't be bothered cooking. So at the moment, I am 120% focused on this project. So that's a lot of writing, a lot of emails, calls, chasing up, meetings. And then sometimes I get home and I just, can't be bothered cooking. I'm not feeling inspired to do that. And it's not all the time that I do it, but sometimes I'll go, you know what? I just wanna go out for a burger and a wine. And my boyfriend might be busy or my friends are not available. So I'll go by myself and I'll sit. And what I've been doing is I often will just listen to a podcast while I eat a burger and have a glass of wine and just watch people and just think away from my home. And then when I come back, I can relax or I just tidy up or I start thinking about, you know, the next time I actually want to cook a meal, that kind of thing. But even just those little things of treating yourself. So not going overly the top, not over the top with it, but if you feel like doing something nice for yourself, then just do it. Because if it's going to really just contribute to your mental health and your creative health, then do it. You know yourself, you know your boundaries. And the truth is at the moment, I am being very disciplined and focused with my time and things that I'm doing. I'm being very intentional with, with everything. Even my writing schedule, I've, you know, I've got blocks set up. Everything is, is good that I'm okay with what I'm doing and how I'm learning. That if I sometimes feel like this moment to just escape and go and eat out, then I'll do that. And it's not about waiting to see if anyone's free. I just go and I do that for myself. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'll walk down. I've got a burger joint near my place. So I'll just walk down there, have my burger, and then I walk back. And it's great. I love burgers, by the way. Okay, uh, number nine. If you ever have those moments where you're confused about your place in the world or your identity in the world, uh, yeah, that happens sometimes. That happens. Uh, I've had it happen in the last week or so where I was really confronted by some things and I just had to stop and go, whoa, what? What is this? What is happening? Who am I? What am I doing? Where, where's my voice? Where do I fit? What am I about? And uh, I really was, I was overwhelmed and I just wanted to cry and I just was feeling a bit like, it's a lot. 
And I'm sorry, but if you are a creative person or an artist or just anybody, I'm sure we all have these moments. It's not all the time. I'm just sharing about these moments because I think it's important. I think it's important to acknowledge this happens. And I am generally an overly very positive, you know, I've got a strong faith and all of these other things and a great support system of friends and family and loved ones. Um, so I, I, it's not it's not to say, you know, my life is perfect, but I do have these moments. I'm human. And I had this moment where I just was like, crap, what am I doing? Even this podcast, like, why? What am I doing? And who cares about these stories? Like, who, what, what am I doing? You question yourself. And I just had to stop. I just went, no, nah, brain is full of thinking this stuff. I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to go and buy a book. That is what I decided. So again, I walked down to my little shop strip and I got a book. And I actually spent maybe 30 to 45 minutes in the book just looking at books and other people's stories and reading and just being in this quiet space and just being around books and other people's words. And I felt so comforted. I felt okay. And it was probably that thing of wanting to get outside of myself that made me want to go and find a book. And, you know, I found one that... I'm going to review it separately in another episode. But I found one that I initially didn't want to read. And I kept going, oh, I don't don't want to read it. But then, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to read it. And I read it and it just opened up another can of worms that I needed to, to experience. And then I just let myself sit with it. I let myself sit with all those feelings, the good ones, the uncomfy ones. I wrote about it. I really just cleared my mind. I spat it all out. I I really just, just chucked it all in my notepad. And then I stood back and I went, right, what am I about? What is my fire? What have I been great at? What have I loved to do? What what is my fire that, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you I will stand on top of a mountain for this thing. What is it? And slowly I started to rebuild and remind and reaffirm and revalue and refresh and restart and restep and just recalibrate myself again after this experience and it was just phenomenal so i've now come back out of this space that i really needed to go to and i'm feeling even stronger and even more on fire and and so that's something i really want to say is that if you are having those feelings yeah it's okay to let yourself feel them they're horrible they're ugly sometimes they're just like oh my gosh no but i think they make us stronger They should make us question ourselves, our intentions, our motives, how we see ourselves and others. And I'm I'm really, really loving letting myself feel. I always have, but of late, I'm letting myself feel. And I sit with it and I talk about it. So I might reach out to a friend, might have some quiet time by myself, or I'll write and yeah it's actually very powerful okay and my last little one is the need or feeling the need to hurry or catch up to everyone else and i've spoken about this quite a few times 
where learning to be patient and learning to be content with where I am is a constant reminder, a constant lesson and very intentional. At the moment, now I've got this major project idea. I'm very excited about it. People are excited, but it's not going to happen tomorrow. It is not going to happen tomorrow. And then watching it sit in the context of the current landscape of new ideas, new shows, new films, new people, new stories that are coming up and just flaring up like, wow, it's amazing. And then kind of going, oh, crap, my project, I, I'm still, you know, a while away. Yeah, it's normal to have those moments. And so I, I, I said to myself, oh, OK, so it's not because I don't think you know um people will see my stuff or everyone will think the stuff that's out there is better than mine no mine is like oh i i really want to share mine too i want to be part of that i i i love this so much i'm so inspired that i want i just want to finish mine so everyone can experience it and it's okay that it's taking its time even in the last few months slowing down the pace of how i'm writing just giving myself the space to sit on these ideas and these inspirations, letting myself um, really, what's the word, be disciplined with where I'm looking and who I'm listening to and what I'm watching is really slowly and beautifully informing this project in a way that it just wouldn't it wouldn't have been the same project maybe three months ago so that alone taking it slow is now feeling like this is actually better for the project i can't believe i've actually said that but i have whoa but yeah and so taking it slow and seeing how the project itself is naturally slowing itself down and how it's coming out is helping me enjoy it a lot more and that is probably the biggest thing when i look at what kindness to myself looks like it's letting myself play it's letting myself try it's letting myself create and make it's letting myself make those mistakes and uh what's the word i was gonna say talk through them by myself but that sounds crazy but what I mean is, it is to make those mistakes and then assess them and analyze them for myself in my own time, at my own pace. And I, I'm happy. I'm actually happy. And, and so coming to record this episode is because I've come back with this inspiration overload and gone, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, okay. And I made a little list of things that I should be doing today. And then the thing again came up, be kind to yourself. And then I thought, okay, well, then I'll just come and record a podcast episode. And normally that then sparks my little mojo and off I'll go doing other things. But yeah, I just hope that it encourages you guys and that you also maybe stop and think about the ways that you aren't kind to yourself and maybe ways that you can change that because it's, it just makes the world of difference. Anyhow, if you would like to see more of my stories or hear what I'm up to, you can find me at taku.com.au. And also I'm on Instagram and Twitter as at Taku Speaks and also on Facebook and YouTube as Taku TV.
yeah thanks for listening and have a fabulous day